Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're getting into the Christmas spirit with Melissa Arnold in Santa Claus, Indiana. She's Santa's helper and knows whether you've been naughty or nice. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Santa Claus. Let's start the show. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. This episode is brought to you in part by Creditland.com. Creditland analyzes all the credit card offers available to search for the best deals so they can bring you the cards with the biggest bonuses, lowest interest rates, and the best benefits. I use travel cards extensively to lower our family's travel expenses and trust Creditland to help me know whether I should jump on the offer or just let it go. Visit wetravelthere.com forward slash Creditland for more details. Hi, Melissa. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Everything's great. So today's kind of our pre-Christmas episode. Christmas is actually tomorrow. So of course, we want to be able to go to Santa Claus, Indiana to talk about the Christmas season and everything that's going on. So how are you today? I am so good. Thank you for calling. (laughs) So what's your connection to Santa Claus, Indiana and Spencer County? Well, I live here in Santa Claus, Indiana, and I work for the Spencer County Visitors Bureau, which is home to Santa Claus, as well as the sites where Lincoln and his family grew up about 200 years ago. Yeah, no, I was actually doing a little research about the town before our call, and I was actually surprised to find out that he lived there for about 14 years. Is that correct? Yes, 14 years. He moved in when he was seven and left when he was 21. You know, when you think of Santa Claus, Indiana, obviously Christmas is one of the main things that you think about, but there's actually a lot that goes on about Abraham Lincoln and his past. Is that correct? Definitely. Yes. There's a lot of sites dedicated to Lincoln, some special events, and a great way to learn about that piece of our history. Right. On. Well, we'll come back to that for sure. Uh, obviously, you've been there all your life. You've seen a lot of changes over the years. What's one word that you would use to describe the city and the people? I think the first word that comes to mind is festive. Of course, there's festive attractions and things to do, but the people who live here really carry that holiday spirit, and it's just a fun and festive place to be. Oh, nice. I mean, you know, outside of the town, back in California where I lived and even here in Nashville now, you know, obviously Christmas is very front and center, sometimes earlier and earlier in the year. Uh, I think I already saw Christmas decorations out. Uh, It's not even Thanksgiving yet. How is it that they carry that festive spirit throughout the year? Well, you mentioned decorations. Uh, A lot of the businesses here keep their Christmas lights up all year long. Okay. You can visit places like Evergreen Boutique and Christmas Shop all year long. There's also the Santa Claus Christmas Store that's open May through December and several attractions that carry out that holiday theme that aren't just available only at the holidays. Of course, December, we go all out, and the town is really, really takes over Christmas, and there's lots of different special events and activities. Some of it is traditions that have been around since the 1900s. Wow, that sounds really cool. I mean, I have two young children, three and seven right now. Santa Claus is a huge thing for them, and yeah, I think it's one of those things, as a parent, you want to be able to kind of keep that spirit alive, and, and it's kind of cool that the whole town revolves around that spirit. Yes, we have Santa right down the sidewalk right now, and you can see him not only this time of the year, but you can come in May or August and visit with Santa in Santa Claus, Indiana. Speaking of May and August and December, what's the weather like throughout the year there? Is there certain times of year that are better to visit than others? 
Well, it's the Midwest, so the weather can change pretty frequently. Sometimes it feels like we're experiencing all four seasons in one week. But during the winter, it can be chilly. We actually had our first snow already this year, which isn't typical, but it happens. When you get into May and the summer season, you're hitting the 90-degree weather, pretty warm, very sunny and hot outside. So it's good to do the outdoor recreation. You can cool off at the water park, and it's a fun time to visit. The fall is nice and cool, but still warm during the day, and that's a nice time to be outside too. Yeah, because not everybody can come to Santa Claus, Indiana during the holiday season. It's busy. It's year-end. Everybody's trying to finish some things out from work before they can get into the holidays. If somebody wanted to come there during the summertime, you mentioned the water park. Can you tell us a little bit about the water park? Well, it's actually a water park and a theme park. It's called a Holiday World and Splash and Safari, and it's a pretty big attraction. We've got some top-rated roller coasters in the theme park, lots of family rides. The water park is home to the world's longest water coaster and several other raft rides and slides. You can spend a day or two there. It's a fun place to visit during the summer. And then during the fall, they have Halloween weekends during September and October weekends. And that's a fun, festive place to visit as well. They decorate it with pumpkins and lots of fall tasty treats and some of the same rides that you love during the summer. And it's fun, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, my kids aren't yet old enough to, to ride some of those rides, but the kid inside me like loves the roller coasters. Do you have a favorite one? My favorite roller coaster is their newest. It's called the Thunderbird, and it's a steel coaster that loops around and goes upside down, which sounds, I mean, it is. It's a thrill seeker ride, but it's also the smoothest ride, and you feel like you're flying. So it's really fun. Right on. Yeah, I love the steel coasters more than the wooden ones. The wooden ones, I feel like I'm, I'm either getting a chiropractic adjustment or my or my feelings are going to come out, you know? So. Yep, they can be a little rough sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into all the Santa Claus stuff, there's like wineries nearby. What other types of things are they do if, say, if it's for a date weekend or something? Well, there's two wineries right here close to town and tons in the region. So you can make a wine hopping trip out of it for sure. Pepper's Ridge Winery is just about 20 minutes south of Santa Claus, and they make their own wine, of course. One of the local favorites is the peach variety, and their peaches come from the local orchard right down the road, so that's definitely a a favorite in the neighborhood. And then there's Monkey Hollow Winery and Distillery. They have been a winery for several years and just opened the distillery a few years ago, so they also grow and make their own wine. And then they have special concoctions now where they have some, they call it monkey shine. (laughs) Um, Those are the two that are closest to Santa Claus and great stops if you're visiting. It's always cool when you travel around to different areas and, and you find businesses that put their own unique spin on whether it's food or drinks or even activities. And, And so that's really cool. Obviously, we're talking a little about the drinks. What are some of the best food places that are in the area? Well, right here in town is Frosty's Fun Center. They just expanded a few years ago and added a a larger dining room. They have delicious specialty pizzas. I love their cheesy bread. And then it's a fun place to go for a scoop of ice cream. They've got some arcade games. So you can spend some time there for sure. Oh, yeah. you got to bring your quarters. Or I guess nowadays, yeah, I I think the quarters are probably my frame of reference for when I was a kid. I think most of the games nowadays, they're like a dollar. I think these are still a quarter, maybe two quarters for some, but I think these are still pretty inexpensive. Okay, good. Yeah, just bring a roll of quarters and let the kids go have fun. And then, uh, you know, while the parents can actually have a little adult talk and enjoy some food. Right, right. 
So if, if somebody wants to come to Santa Claus, Indiana, obviously there's not an airport in the town, but there's some airports that are nearby. Where are some of the options where people can fly into to come to visit? We are right smack in the middle between Evansville and Louisville. So in Evansville, Indiana, there's a small regional airport. That's an option. Or Louisville, Kentucky has an airport as well. And they're both about an hour drive from Santa Claus. Okay. And I think you also mentioned that you're about three hours south of Indianapolis. So if they wanted an even bigger airport to fly into, that might be the right way to go. Yes. And I think we're just two hours north of Nashville, Tennessee. So there's a lot of options. You'll just want to rent a car to get here from the airport. When people are in town, I know it's a pretty small town. Is it easy to walk around as far as being able to to visit the different businesses locally, or, or do you still need a car to get around? You need a car to get around. Everything is really close together, but it's not a typical downtown with sidewalks and blocks. So you'll want a car even if you're just going down the road. The town is right in between a couple highways, and so you'll want to be able to drive from spot to spot. And parking's easy and free, so it's a pretty easy option. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm a city boy. So I'm coming from California where parking's $38 a day in downtown LA that, you know, we're always a little afraid of getting a car because you never know how much it's going to cost for parking. So that's good to know that parking's free. Yes, no worries here. <laughs> I know that there's a, a couple of hotels in town that uh, that you might want to talk about. Are there any brand name hotels or are they more like mom and pops and Airbnbs or bed and breakfast? What's the hotel situation? There's some chain hotels really close to here, but none in the town limits. Okay. There's a Comfort Inn outside of town and a Red Roof and some others that are nearby. We do have a Comfort Inn in Rockport, just 20 minutes south of here. But right in Santa Claus, Santa's Lodge is the only hotel. And it's, of course, not a chain, but it's locally owned. And then we have some interesting places to stay, like Santa's Lakeside Cottages. So you can rent a one or two bedroom cottage. And it's nice for the whole family to spread out. Same with Lake Rudolph Campground and RV Resort. It's definitely a campground and you can pitch a tent or bring your RV, but you can also rent an RV or a cabin or a cottage there. So that's a fun place to stay and kind of experience the camping lifestyle, even if you're not sure you want to camp just yet. (laughs) And then, of course, we have vacation rentals and different types of lodging like that as well. Nice. Yeah, my wife... She's not so much of the outdoors type, but she's all about the glamping more than the camping. There you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's get into the Christmas season and the the namesake of the town, Santa Claus. Say if somebody's coming out for a few days to Santa Claus, Indiana, what are some of the things that they really should make sure that they hit to get the full Christmas experience? A lot of it depends on the time of the year you visit. More than anything, I'd recommend checking our website or calling an attraction in advance to make sure you know the hours that they'll be open. We have a lot of small businesses here, so the hours can vary from month to month. But I would say you can't miss, I mean, if you're coming during the summer, you can't miss a visit to the Holiday World and Splash and Safari. It's huge and it's so fun. It's good for little kids and big kids alike. You also want to hit Santa's stables is horseback riding. The Santa Claus Museum tells the history of Santa, and you can write your letter to Santa there. That's not just during the holidays. That's during the summer and fall, too. So you can get that letter in early, and that spot is actually the location of Santa's elves, and they respond all of the letters sent to Santa Claus before the holidays. They're already busy working 
replying to letters. They started in November, and they'll finish it up about a few days before Christmas to make sure the letters can get back. The elves are very busy helping Santa. We'll actually have the address in the show notes, so that way if anybody wants to write Santa, we can get those letters into them and get those elves to respond. We'll be talking for 2019 for those letters, but definitely get those in. The earlier, the better. And the letters come back with our special picture postmark. That's only available in December at the only post office in the world with Santa's name. It's different every year. A local high school student designs that. So that's a pretty neat keepsake, too. That is really cool. Yeah. After we get done recording, I'm going to have to have my kids write our letter to Santa and make sure that we get that. Does it get really busy around Christmas uh, or the holidays? Is it something where they need to come during the week versus the weekend as far as things getting really busy? How should it work if somebody wants to come and get like the full Christmas experience? Well, during Christmas, the activities and events are all pretty much focused on the first three weekends of December. So you'll want to travel on the weekends in December, just those first three That's where everybody does the special events and activities, like you can roast chestnuts on an open fire at Santa's Candy Castle. Of course, you can write your letter to Santa and visit with Santa. There's Christmas dinner with Santa at the Santa's Lodge. Santa Claus Land of Lights at Lake Rudolph is a light journey. You drive through and it goes through the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, they're huge light displays. So there's a lot going on during the holidays, but like I said, it is focused on those first three weekends of December. Okay. So listeners, if you want to make your plans, uh, how far in advance should they book? If they want to stay in town, they want to stay at Santa's Lodge or, or one of the other hotels that are close by, how far in advance do they need the book to be able to make sure they can really experience everything? I think if you give it a month or so, you should be able to get the kind of lodging that you're looking for and have enough time to plan out your weekend. There are Christmas packages each year at lots of the lodging in town, so you can find the best package that fits your family and kind of go from there. I know a lot of people that listen, they try to use airline miles, hotel points, some of the online travel agencies like Expedia, but I think if they probably book directly with the hotel, they're probably going to get a better experience and have more options. Is that correct? I'd say so. Like I said, you know, it's a lot of small businesses and mom and pop shops here. So you're going to get the hospitality and the customer service if you book directly that you just can't get when you're dealing with somebody who is not here in the heart of it. Say they want to come to the visitor's center and, you know, find out some more information, find out more things to do and maybe find some coupon books or anything like that. What are your hours? When are you available? We're open during the week from 8 to 4.30, and our website is full of information, including different business hours. It has a deals page, so you can find different discounts and coupons. And then, of course, we're available if you message us on Facebook or anything like that, too, pretty much 24-7. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Obviously, if they're coming here, like the beginning parts of December, what's kind of the, the regular temperature? Is it you know, in, the, in the 30s, 40s? How should they really prepare as far as when they pack to come out to Santa Claus, Indiana? Well, today it's 37 and sunny, so it can vary drastically. We had snow a couple days ago. Some of the weekends during Christmas, we'll see snow. Sometimes we see a lot of snow, but we've also had days where people feel like it's warm enough to wear shorts. So I just recommend checking the weather before you come and preparing that way. 
You know, I really appreciate all the information. We're going to have everything in the show notes for the listeners about Santa Claus, Indiana, you know, Spencer County, a lot of different things to do, no matter what time of the year you're coming, whether it's summertime, wintertime, or the fall and the spring, we're going to have all that in the show notes. But now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal in your town, where should they go and what should they eat? I would go about 10 minutes out of town. You'll go to New Boston Tavern. It's a little itty bitty restaurant in a small town and get the pork chop. It's home cooking, delicious, and you won't regret it. Nice. What type of sides do they have? They have everything from green beans and mashed potatoes to creek fries, french fries, coleslaw, you name it. Okay, what's creek fries? Creek fries are the like fried potatoes. And a lot of the time there's cheese and bacon added in. So Ooh. yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, my mouth's watering a little bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you've lived there a long time, pretty much all your life. What's one of your most memorable stories of living in Santa Claus? My favorite memory, I have a little boy and he grew up knowing that mommy works alongside Santa Claus. So he never went through the stage where he was scared of Santa or a little timid around Santa. He's always been his friend. We were at a benefit dinner. It's been a couple years now and Santa came, but he was in street clothes. He was trying to not be Santa Claus as we know him during that dinner. But my little boy ran up to him and said, ho, ho, and just wanted to sit on his lap. That just melted my heart. It was just, that's what this town is all about. It's about the people and it's about the Christmas spirit. And it doesn't come just one day a year, one month a year. It's here all the time. No, that's such a fantastic story. I mean, being a parent of young children, you kind of live for those moments when your child is just so elated and they're just so happy seeing something come to life. Like a lot of kids don't really see Santa other than at the mall and being able to see Santa and actually have dinner with him, I'm sure that just blew his mind. Yeah, yeah, it was really neat, a really sweet moment. (laughs) Normally we ask, what's the happiest happy hour in town? I know that you're in a small town. So is there an opportunity where maybe you can have like hot cocoa with Santa or something like that? Like the ability to interact with Santa. Like to me, that's probably one of the happiest happy hours for a child, right? Yes, there is. If you do the Christmas package at Santa's Lodge during the Christmas celebration, there's a chance to have milk and cookies and story time with Santa. Oh, yeah. You can also book a Christmas dinner with Santa. And then there's special events kind of scattered throughout December, like breakfast with Santa and a few others. But you can always visit with him at the Santa Claus Christmas store. Oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I mean, again, we always talk about you know sometimes drinks or food or whatever, but... To me, as a parent, seeing your child experience that kind of unique event that they're probably going to be talking about for years, that's got to be one of the happiest moments that you can have. Yes, it's really neat. One of the things that I always do whenever I travel is I always try one of the local pizza places. So what's the best pepperoni pizza in town? I'd say Frosty's Fun Center is where my family likes to get pizza, and their pepperoni pizza is pretty delicious. Since you're only a couple hours from us, we'll have to come out there some weekend and uh, try it out and see if we can come see Santa. Definitely. Yes. Come on up. (laughs) That sounds great. So, you know, obviously we talked a little bit about you. If you wouldn't mind just telling a little bit more about you and then about the Visitor Center and Santa Claus, Indiana. So that way everybody knows how to reach you, uh, whether it's online or on social media. Well, I'm Melissa Arnold and I've been here with the Visitors Bureau for about nine years I grew up in the area, so I went to high school right down the road. I grew up going to Holiday World and visiting a lot of these attractions, not knowing how special they were as a kid, and now I get to promote them. So I think that's pretty cool. 
the Visitors Bureau is for all of the Spencer County area. So we promote Santa Claus, Indiana, as well as the Lincoln sites. There's the St. Minard Arch Abbey, which is one of, I think, 11 in the world the local wineries and several other spots throughout the area. So we're very fortunate to have a, a small but wonderful destination right here in our own backyard. I live here in Santa Claus now, and I think it's a wonderful place to live and to visit. It's wonderful to raise a family. And like I said, the people here are just magnificent. If somebody wants to get in contact with the Visitors Bureau, uh, whether it's on their website or on social media, what's the best way to reach you that way? Our website is santaclausind.org, and that lists all of the attractions, restaurants. You can find menus online, links to different business hours so you know what's open when, tons of information. We also post a lot on our Santa Claus Indiana Facebook page. Uh, Of course, you can reach us by phone. That's 888-444-9252. And if you're in town, just stop in and visit. We're located right next to the Santa Claus Christmas store and just down the sidewalk from the world's only Santa Claus post office. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate all your time. We're going to have all this in the show notes and uh, you know, have a great day and, and Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Whether you're a child or just a child at heart, Santa Claus, Indiana is a fun place to visit. The Christmas spirit is alive and well all year long. You can get your Christmas letters postmarked at the Santa Claus Post Office, visit the Santa Claus Land of Lights, or even roast chestnuts by an open fire. And while you're in town, you can even explore a little history by visiting the boyhood home of Abraham Lincoln, our 16th president. What's your favorite thing you learned about Santa Claus, Indiana? Please let us know in the show notes at wetravelthere.com forward slash Santa Claus, or log into the We Travel There podcast community on Facebook. Join us in the next episode when we take the road to Hannah with Kim Julin in Maui, Hawaii. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you like this podcast episode, please share with your friends and tell them what you enjoyed most. Make sure you subscribe so that we don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. If you'd like to listen to more podcasts about travel, I suggest checking out my good friend Ed Pizza's show called Miles to Go. Ed and his guests break down the latest travel news with a focus on credit card rewards and loyalty programs in his weekly 30-minute show. Let me know what you think.